Prime Day is right around the corner, but Amazon is in the news for other reasons, and they're not good. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk about Amazon and the scrutiny it faces is seen at e-commerce beat reporter Laura Hatala. So there are a number of Amazon stories that came out yesterday taking a critical look at what it's like to work there. It's not pleasant. Uh, but before we get to those stories, you had a piece about uh, specifically looking at the long lines and wait times at some of these Amazon warehouses. Could you give me a brief summary of what your story is about. Yeah, so right now a group of Amazon warehouse workers are suing over COVID-19 health checks um, as they wait to enter the workplace and clock in. Um, And they say these can take up to like 25 minutes. So they're not paid for, they happen before clock in um, and they're suing saying they should be paid. And Amazon has kind of a history of being sued for unpaid time like that. They also underwent a series of lawsuits over um, not paying for people to stand in line for security checks as they left the building at the end of their shifts um, and took that all the way up to the Supreme Court. Uh, So right now, there's just sort of a battle over what's paid time, what's not paid time, even if it's, you know, something that Amazon requires that uh, employees go through. Right. And this is, uh, just to be clear, to our listeners, this isn't necessarily a debate over whether the health check should be in place. They they should. It's really just about the wait time required to get through that health check and whether or not Amazon should be paying these workers or not, correct? That's right, yes. Yeah, and you also note in the story that it's not, not necessarily just about these health checks, right? The size of these facilities actually have an impact on a worker's break time, correct? So another group of employees sued um, because they were walking so far to distant break rooms on in these uh, facilities that are like around 800,000 square feet that they weren't sitting down for their break for a full 10 minutes. And in California, that's the sort of legal minimum for a break. Um, and they wanted to either get paid once they start got to the break room or get paid back some of that time that they were losing. They were also saying they were having shorter breaks because they had to go through security on the way out of the building if they wanted to leave on a break. Um, Amazon pushed back really hard on that. And uh, a judge said that the employees can't sue uh, based on those claims. So these are kinds of things that Amazon employees don't like. They're kind of seen as indignities or, you know, controlling and unfair, but they do kind of walk up to a legal gray area where Amazon has been very successful in arguing that they don't have to pay for that time. Right. As you know, for, you know, the previous case about, um, you know, bag checks and whether that, you know, constituted work time that went all the way up to the Supreme court and Amazon won that case actually unanimously. Um, what about, I mean, this time around, especially as these wait times are longer, um, there's obviously a, a new makeup with the Supreme Court. Um, what do you think are some of the odds that um, Amazon will continue to have that same legal success or if maybe the workers make some progress this time around? I think Amazon has still got the same legal argument they had in the past that won at the Supreme Court. Um, So that's highly in their favor. Um, There is also, though, the question of this specific act of doing the health check and whether that needs to be reimbursed. And there's some federal guidance on that that may or may not apply in this situation. So that's on the employee side. Um, And, you know, we won't know if this one will go to the Supreme Court uh, because it hasn't been ruled on in the lower court yet. And uh, if the judge throws it out, it could be appealed. It might not be. Um, So 
it, it's really hard to say how that one's going to go. It is kind of time limited for as long as Amazon feels it needs to do these COVID-19 checks. So it's not likely to be a policy forever and ever. Right, right. There's a scenario where this doesn't even, I mean, the process of getting the Supreme Court is so long that like it may not be relevant by the time it actually gets right. up there, right? These checks may not. The workers can still argue that they are owed wages for the past. Um, and that could be significant financial judgment against Amazon. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing where these things grind really slowly. And and if you're an employee relying on the court to get payment for these kinds of things, which may not add up to a ton of money for you individually, but do, does add up to a lot over a, a large number of employees, it's a long wait. It's a long slog. Yeah. And just to give listeners a, a sense of how large Amazon is, do you, do you know how many people it actually employs? Yeah. So they just said in um, SEC filings earlier this year that it's 1.3 million people globally. And uh, the Wall Street Journal estimated in September that it about 700,000 are in the US. It's probably grown since then. They've been adding a lot of jobs, um, but they do also have a really high rate of turnover. So there's a really large number of people who have recently worked for Amazon that's bigger than that 1.3 million number. Yeah, you bring up turnover and that's an interesting point because New York Times had a story yesterday about Amazon churning through employees. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so the New York Times looked into this in great detail and it's been mentioned before. The Seattle Times also did an investigation last year about the turnover rate. And it does seem that it's a much higher turnover rate than in the logistics and warehousing industry in general. Um, I believe the New York Times estimated that they were replacing their entire workforce uh, every eight months, uh, you know, on average at the rate that they were going for employees. And of course, some people were keeping their jobs that whole time and other roles were being uh, turned over over and over and over again. So just on average, every eight months, the entire workforce is being replaced. I mean, how unusual is that? Because that seems like a pretty massive or high rate of turnover for any company. Yeah, it's a lot higher than average for the industry. Um, and that there were reportedly some concerns among higher ups that in some areas where there's not a ton of population, they're burning through everyone who can work at these facilities mm. and they're going to have to bring in people from other communities. And then separately, Vox had its own story about the discrimination and harassment facing Black employees at Amazon. Can you Give me a brief summary of that. Yeah, so Vox has uh, reported on this pretty in depth and there's essentially concern that black corporate employees have been facing incidents of racism, harassment, and just being held back by policies at Amazon regarding um, the level of job they're hired for uh, based on you know, their, their credentials and work history versus kind of what they, what they felt they were qualified for. And then also, you know, how people are getting written up or the, the bad performance reviews they may receive or a lack of promotion. Um, and so that combined has like, there's about five lawsuits pending right now um, against Amazon, basically claiming incidents of racism, incidents of uh, harassment, uh, also based on gender and uh, just people being held back based on uh, their racial or ethnic identity. And, you know, Amazon has said that it's, investigating those, that it doesn't reflect their company's values. Um, and, you know, I'm expecting themselves, expecting them to defend themselves uh, against those claims pretty intensely in court. Right. And there's a lot, I mean, that there's a lot to unpack there, but we have to move on because we want to talk about not just the folks at the warehouses, but the drivers and delivery folks who are actually bringing your packages. And 
Uh, talk a little bit about that because there's obviously been a lot of talk recently about those the situation these drivers face. I mean, there was that back and forth with Amazon's PR Twitter account about whether or not drivers use you know going to the bathroom in their cars. Like, talk a little bit about that situation. Yeah, so drivers, uh, it's a, a problem across the driving industry, uh, delivery driving, that there aren't enough bathrooms. Um, and so I've spoken with drivers who agree that this is a problem across the industry, but you know, in Amazon, it's also a problem and they just can't get behind on their routes by looking for a bathroom. And the routes that Amazon are giving drivers based on what I've been hearing and other reports is just really intense. It's hundreds of packages, hundreds of stops in a 10 hour shift. Uh, I, someone told me they had over 400 packages and 200 stops uh, to complete. And so it's just, there's just no way you can get behind. And that affects a lot of things. You just can't get behind for anything. And sometimes that affects parking too. Like um, if you're, uh, if you have multiple uh, places that you're delivering to, the algorithm might tell you to park on one side of the street and deliver on that side and then combine that deliveries on the other side of the street into that stop. So the the suggestion is to then cross the street with those packages. And some people have said that that can be dangerous if, if it's, you know, a, a really busy multi-lane street or a highway or something like that. Um, so that, that is an issue. Also, it's just, there's, it's really hard to park in a lot of places. Um, you know, whether it's a crowded city or a subdivision where all the curbs are red and you can't park there. Um, and if you're delivering a lot of, um, heavy packages, then you're, uh, you're really struggling whether you're going to block traffic, block a driveway, or, or deliver from several blocks away in a parking spot. Um, so there's a lot of issues that come up parking. Um, and then just if somebody claims they didn't receive their package, whether it was stolen or whether they're lying, that goes against the Amazon driver. Um, so they can get dinged for that. Eventually, people can get fired for that sort of thing. Um, you know, if, they, if you can't get to your building because there's they they can't open the gate or the front desk isn't letting them through or you're not answering your phone then that's also held against them so there's a lot of things where it's just lots of little struggles that add up and and can uh make it really difficult to to finish the route yeah yeah definitely things to consider uh, especially as we go into prime day and what we will have to expect or believe is going to be a very intense time for these workers I'm curious. There, there are a lot of these stories that are coming out. You know, this isn't some of this isn't new. The struggles that that workers at Amazon face has been an ongoing story for a while. Do you think that has an influence on folks using Amazon? That it gives them pause to think about whether or not they should be relying on Amazon as much as they do. That's a really good question, and I mean, it, it's it probable that for individuals that that is happening, but just on a, on a like overall scale, definitely not like, you know, their sales have just completely exploded um, over, especially over the pandemic. I mean, I think anyone who, who would feel pause over that is also facing, you know, the challenge of getting the things they need during the pandemic over the past year. Um, and just, it's, it's also like, a very customer oriented service that's easy to use and nice. Um, so I think there, those, those are the trade-offs. Right. It's an interesting thing, dynamic there where, you know, from a customer service perspective, they're fantastic. They treat their customers great, uh, less so with their employees, at least as evidenced by the number of stories we've seen. And Bezos, Jeff Bezos has said that he wants to become the best employer on earth and, you know, has said that 
the company needs a better vision for its its employees. And you know, some people within Amazon have said that makes them hopeful, but they're also not totally sure if it's not too late to make that happen. Right. Well, also, I mean, Jeff Bezos is uh, scheduled to step down as CEO, right? Like, I, I don't know if that means a shift in the the corporate culture. That's a good question. We'll see. We'll see. July 5th. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's coming up, actually. Well, Laura, thank you for your time. You can check out our story and all of our Prime Day coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.